What's up, guys? It's episode 65. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. It's Jacqueline. Happy Saturday. If you're new, I do a Q&A every single Saturday. We're going to jump into it. But before that, go ahead and subscribe. Leave a review on the podcast app. Jump over to YouTube to watch this. And yeah, let's get into it. Um, a couple things. First of all, new president, Joe Biden. Uh, officially unofficial today or unofficially official. I think there still has to, they have to continue out the legal shit for probably the next month until it's decided. But that happened today. The internet was going crazy. And look, I've been really self-disciplined all year to um, not emotionally react and get triggered by other people that disagree with me on politics. Like for the most part, I stay following people. I'm open to conversation. I I think that um, I, I tweet, I was like, make disagreeing with people an interesting conversation again. But now it's like, oh, we're not friends anymore. I'm going to stop following you. I can't even talk to you or, or look at you if you are in support of Trump or Biden or whatever. And in my opinion, it's an interesting conversation to have a debate and disagree with people. And uh, that's a great way to bond with your friends and like get to know other people's perspectives. So basically today I said, fuck that shit. I'm, I'm watching a lot of people I thought I respected post a lot of um, negative F Donald Trump, horrific, just like the the worst content I've ever seen towards Donald Trump on the day Biden gets elected. Like I could not help myself but to unfollow like I, I don't know how many people. I just couldn't take it. I'm like, how are these are how are these people not getting canceled for saying, you know, posting memes and photos and all these disgusting things like fuck Donald Trump and these are people that everyone like loves as a celebrity and as an actor and entertain it's like what the what it's so strange to me. So here's what I wanna um offer up today on the podcast. I think we need a major overhaul. I feel like it as far as respect goes and being respectful people online, um, towards people in leadership, people that are leading our boat or <laughs> captaining our captaining our ship. Okay. Um, you'll never hear me. I will never shit on Biden. I think who is it that said this day for is like Andy for is like, I'm not going to uh, blow holes in the bottom of my ship or whatever, like take pop shots at the, the captain who's going to keep me afloat. Okay. So I'll never do that. It's not my character. It's not who I am, but I do think, I feel like I'm back in my first day of high school when I was a freshman coming out of 10 years of Catholic school, private school, like super strict, super different. I remember this feeling and I felt it today while I was scrolling social media, looking at people's posts. I was like, this is what it felt like when I watched people disrespect the teachers. Just in, like out loud, being just calling them teacher not calling them Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know, they call them, hey, teacher, and they'd be rude, and they would be, um, they call out just, like, I don't want to do this, and, you know, they're really, they're just immature, uh, disrespectful kids, and I don't understand, I'm like, I'm, wa- I'm watching adults today, 
you know, everyone's excited. We've got a new president. I get it. I think there's a million reasons to be excited today. Okay. I'm optimistic. I think we're, you know, I, I joke. I'm like, we're going to take a nap for the next four years. It's going to be very calm, but maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, but the amount of horrific, just awful posts people said about Donald Trump. I, I had it. I had it today. I'm like, look, I don't want to associate with people and I don't want to promote or support people that are basically saying fuck you to someone that was our president for the last four years. I wasn't raised like that. I don't care how much you hate somebody. You'll never, or all hate, I hate somebody. You'll never see me. I don't care what level of success or I, it doesn't matter. I will never go online and outright say that and think it's fine. And that's what I don't understand. It's all these people that have a shit ton of followers or big major celebrities and they're not getting canceled over doing that because it's, it's mainstream to hate Trump. It's cool. It's like sexy to say fuck Donald Trump. So end rant. That was what I did today. I also, um, I'll do my quick life updates before I get into the Q and a, <laughs> the whole point of the show today. Hey, Saturday, we're doing a Q and a and how to get that off my chest. You guys might want to, I don't know, just understand that we need to get back to a point where we have class and poise and respect and nothing about the internet is that like I know it sounds kind of like oh this isn't the fucking 50s you know we're not sipping milkshakes together and going to the diner and like wearing our poodle skirts but I don't know. Again, I just don't understand the psychology of doing that and thinking that you're some, like, you're, you, I don't understand how people can feel good about that. Knowing I've got millions of people following me and I'm going to post fuck Donald Trump. I just, it's, it's very strange. I I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, anyways, (laughs) uh, yeah, let's get into my day quickly. I, um, woke up to my mom texting me. She's like, we got a new president. And then I checked and I was like on the news, you know, like everyone else and was watching it. It was cool. Um, literally I went brain dead today. In fact, I went, so I went to look at furniture. <laughs> I had to verify that I had the right couch. I'm getting the right couch and I don't think it's going to fit guys. I had this couch I really wanted and I, I can customize it, but it might take until the end of February. And I'm like, I don't know if I can wait that long. So I've been trying to find other options. I was at multiple stores today, kind of zoned out walk, just like going around town, people honking, you know, everyone's, the energy was wild here in San Diego and it's cool to see, you know, I'm all about collective energy. Whenever people are coming together and it's positive, I'm all for it. Um, so that's cool. I have to admit that was cool to see. Uh, I saw a lot of tweets. People are like, for the first time I saw American flags going around today and I wasn't triggered. So if we can get half the population to get on board with the American flags that didn't like him previously, that's awesome. Think about it. We got the Trump supporters down for the American flag. And now the people that voted for Biden are all like, woo, we like the flag now. So a hundred that's like a hundred percent of the population down for it. So that's progress. That's cool. See, I was buzzing around town today. I went to get groceries, but it was funny how at the store, um, I, I love grocery outlet. I don't know if you guys have ever been to one, but I found one here in San Diego and I'm like, this is my childhood all over again. I love it because it's like you find the coolest stuff there because it's what's, it's like the knockoff or no, how do I explain it? 
I feel like the grocery outlets hold the food that doesn't sell at like Whole Foods and like other like I don't know like cool grocery stores and so they have it all there and then they have like a fun little gift section they had a bunch of Christmas stuff set up and um couple things happened in the store today. I don't want to, all I want to say is this, you guys can read between the lines. I had, after I went grocery shopping, the best day. Like I felt so like, this is what life's all about after I went to the store because, uh, I, I helped someone and it was the type of thing where Okay, I'll just tell you. Fuck it. You know what? This is like not that serious. I just don't like to come. I don't think you. Sh- I don't think people that do good deeds and talk about it. It's like they're doing it for personal gain, and I don't want to be like that. So understand that. I don't. I I want to maybe ins- like inspire other people to do something like this, or just think about it more. Because here's what happened. I'm in the store in the Christmas section, at the grocery store. They had all these cute little things, and I found these. There were two left. There were these little like unicorn um horsey things that were really cute they had sparkles on them they were ornaments really cute there's a pink one and a white one that there are two left and I was thinking I was going to give one to my cousin for Christmas because she's like two now or one and a half she's almost two but I was like this is so cute I have to give it to her so I had it planned I was like I'm going to keep one for me and then I'm going to give one to her anyways I was um bumping carts with the lady in the aisle she's like oh those are so cute where did you find those and then I like told her where the aisle was and right there I knew that I took the last two and in my head I was like I don't want to like I shit like there aren't any left and I had a split second thought like I literally dipped I was like I don't want to see her go to the aisle and not find them and then me have to see her not notice they were there because she was an older lady she's probably in her 60s 70s first she asked me about face lotion she's like what do you what do you like to use on your face you're young what do you use on your face for face lotion so I was looking around and helping her and then she asked me about the the little horsies and then I told her but when she asked and I showed her the aisle I was like fuck I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel bad and then I went around I like got out of the aisle and went away and kept I went to like the produce section and I felt like shit I was like like I don't like the fact that I took the last two she thought they were really cute and so long story short, we bumped into each other again in the produce aisle. And uh, this is like a kind of, this is like a romantic story kind of actually. It turns romantic. So I, she's like, I asked her, I was like, hey, because I knew she didn't find them because like there was two left. I was like, hey, did you, did you pick one out? Did you find one of the horses? And she's like, no, there were none left. And I was like, hey, look, you like, what one would you like? I'll give you one right here, you know pick your what color do you want I'll I'll give it to you I don't care and she's like "Ooh, like no it's okay and and I'm like no seriously like I don't need to and she's like okay uh I, I really like the white one so I was like it's yours it's all yours and this guy this hot produce man <laughs> so anyways I fell immediately so the man aside so this is what happened I gave it to her and this hot man was like that is so awesome and said that like under his breath if you know what I mean like he wasn't saying it to me but like he just said it like what the fuck did I just witness this never happens because I realized that I think I have thoughts to be like helpful and like I want to do nice things like that but sometimes I don't act on it I don't actually do it and in that moment when I saw her in the produce section again 
and I knew she didn't find a little ornament like I did, I felt like I will not be able to sleep tonight knowing I didn't offer one up. And so immediately I'm like, this is what life's all about. It feels so good to just be like, not to not be selfish and not to think like, you know what I mean? I'll find another one. My baby cousin, she's going to, I'll find her, her, you know, first ornament somewhere else or whatever. I'll give her the pink one that I selfishly still want. Um, go to my Instagram story. I posted a picture of it today. (laughs) Anyways, then this like hot fucking produce man. I was like, yep, of course, you know, then Jacqueline's like stalking him while he's putting the avocados away. And I'm like, maybe I'll see him again. I didn't entertain that or talk or say hi or anything, but I just thought he was hot. And he said like, that was awesome. And I was like, "Ah!" so I don't know, like, and then it, and then it turned and it was like a snowball effect. Then I literally, and now I feel like shit. Now it's like, okay, I'm doing this at night again. And then I felt like shit. I'm driving home. There's a man taking a nap in a sleeping bag under the bridge on the way home. And I'm like, all it would take me to do, like, I could just go get this guy, like something, maybe for his hygiene or his, like some food. It would take two seconds. He's asleep. I could just drop something off next to him in two seconds and help him out. Like, it's so easy to help people that. I don't know. It, it sucks though. Cause I'm catching myself. If I have the thought, am I going to act on it? Am I going to follow through and do it? Or am I going to keep it to myself? And I'm not, and not like, I would have literally not slept tonight. I couldn't stop thinking about it after I dipped out on her and left the aisle. I was like, I am an asshole. So again, I don't like I followed. So here's an example of what I don't like. Uh, and look, I did the grocery delivery thing for old people in the beginning of the pandemic. And I know it looked like I was tooting my own horn because I took a picture. It was my thing. I took a photo of every time I dropped off people's groceries at their doorstep, I took a photo of their door. It was like this thing I did because I lost my job. I'm like, I need purpose. I want to feel like I'm helping out society right now in the middle of this pandemic. These old people don't want to leave their homes. They don't want to go grocery shopping. So it was like, it's kind of like seeing the numbers grow on the podcast every day. It's like seeing pictures of my bags of groceries made me feel good about myself because I was like soul sucked or like just stripped like I have nothing going on for me it's 2020 jobless nothing to do can't go anywhere everything was locked down like hardcore at that point in March and April so I know and I even wrote about it I'm like I know it looks bad when people like post them like helping others it's like it rubs I, I get rubbed the wrong way it was like a scenario I watched. There's a really famous um, fashion person, blogger. She's like the OG on Instagram. She was like going around New York City handing out, I think it was like money, like just like here's $100. She was like having her assistant film her do that. And it felt really disgusting. Like I didn't, feel, like it, she was trying to show, like it was a positive thing, but I don't know. My I have opinions like, part of me is thinks that it's healthy to watch how other people help people because it's like oh this is a good thing to do but it's a there's a fine line because it's like personal gain it's like well I look good I people will like me because I'm fucking mother Teresa over here (laughs) like I don't know but that was my day I was and then at the at the checkout aisle uh I balled out I you can buy so much a grocery outlet and save like I I was making a joke then. I was like making him announce it really loud. The the checker, he's cool. I was like, How much did I save today? Like, whoa. He like announced it. He's like, You saved two hundred and eighty nine dollars and 
Hold on, I need water. I need my water boy. I water boy. In fact, I'm about to hire staff. Someone slid in my DMs. Uh, well, I'll just say his name. It's Ozzy. He, you know who you are, but he slid in. He's like, I'll be your water boy. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, I announced how much I saved, but I noticed when he asked me what I was up to that day, I was so brain dead. I feel like I've been a zombie all week, not knowing, like I've been stuck on the TV, just glued to the media, watching this, this election unfold. And he asked me, he's like, how's your day? What have you done? And I literally had like woken up, gone, like watched the news, went to the furniture store, went shopping. And like, I forgot what I did. And I, I literally stood there blank face, like, uh, I just been doing errands. Like, I just couldn't really think, I literally could not remember what I did. I'm like, I've been at this grocery store for so, I, I was there probably for an hour and a half. And uh, then I came home and uh, honestly, I've been really enjoying watching podcasts. I'll admit it. Look, I think this is, a, I will always remember 2020 as the year where I like crawled myself out of a hole and I, I discovered who I was. And um, I just think there's something so therapeutic and positive about listening listening to interesting conversations and feeling like I'm (laughs) I'm also contributing to the conversations for you guys but I fucking love podcasting and podcast hosts and people that are in the industry like the the biz you know it's so awesome and um I think it's great for people that struggle with their loneliness mental health whatever you want to call it because you do really feel like you're part of the conversation sometimes. And so I was watching, I think I watched like two hours of podcast. I did some work and yeah, I got on my yoga mat again. And yes, the addiction is continuing. I got a lot of recommend recommendations in the DMS. Uh, a lot of guys giving me information about, or, uh, mansplaining or whatever you call it about how to get my hips to not be so tight and like help me <laughs> like literally like step-by-step instructions. Like, by the way, I, I had the same problem. I went to a chiropractor and, did it, and they're, they're like, put your knee up and then put your other leg out. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, so I did that. Then I wrote, I have this new, um, I got it at the grocery outlet. I got this new really cute, like notebook thing for my lists. So I kind of sat down and it felt like a Sunday night. I got all my weekly scheduling done and checked your guys's questions for my Q&A and here I am podcasting so uh I feel really good I feel like my things are so the creative is the podcast the physical is yoga and the money maker is my job you guys know I I, I think I've mentioned I work in PR I don't know if I've ever said that before but yeah so I feel like my ducks are in a row and then I've got my family like we're super tight we've been texting all week going home soon um it is getting, it, oh my God, guys, it rained. It felt like so blustery. Have you guys seen the Winnie the Pooh episode? It's like the blustery, oh, what is, is that like a whole movie? It's like the blustery day. Oh, that's like, that's my favorite one. And I think Piglet or someone like gets sucked away in the storm, but it was so blustery. And here in California, what happens when it gets windy is I feel like for the first time in a in a long time, the palm trees shed, and like all the sh- it, like the palm tree um, shells get all over the 
go all over the roads. And so it was kind of crazy. I loved it. And everyone was out just like, oh, go on runs in the, in the rain. And I don't know, it felt like a really great fall day. And it was fun to be out in the, in the, t- out on the town. Cause I told you guys I've been locked up all week, just like hibernating to fucking Fox and CNN. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the Q and a, um, God, I love podcasting. Someone asked me a question. I'm not going to like, it's kind of like a weird, they asked me about, there's a couple, like, would you ever give up social media? And then there was like one that was like, where do you see social media in the future? Something along those lines. I'm not sure exactly. And I thought about it and I'm like, I want everyone to like, it's been, the trend has been show up on the internet as a heightened, cooler, better version of who you really are. That's the trend. And I would love in the future for people to pretend they're at their best friend's slumber party and that's what they're doing. Like, that's how they post. That's how they act. They're not performing. They're not trying to look better or cooler. But I don't think because of people's competitive nature and, you know, it's a doggy dog world out there. There, You know, it's there's levels to this shit in life. Like, you know, looking good, having money, showing off, showing off your lifestyle, like people value that and and think that's, um, they look at other people and think highly of that. And I don't know, I get exhausted. I mean, you guys know me. I'm like, I am burnt out of it. And I just want to like, I feel so comfortable and relaxed. Here I am doing my podcast on my couch, loving life, being totally like exactly like if you came in, here's my door over here in my, you know, I'm looking at my, got all my candles lit. I'm in my room. I got my yoga mat, got my ottoman. I got my laptop set up. It's like, you just knocked on the door. It's like, Hey, come on in. Let's talk. Like that is literally what I'm discovering about how I'm, I I don't want to say branding myself now, but how I'm showing up online and it feels so good. So I, I don't know if it feels so good to always have to put on a good face and, you know, get the best angles and the best sh- photos that look great of your, you know, picnic on the beach or whatever. Like, does that feel great to always have to keep up and do that? I don't know. And I, I wonder if people will discover that for themselves um, that are exhausted of it or will it always be around because there is an artistic... um passion behind what they do they're artistic about how they look and photo you know themselves and their gift is the fact that they're aesthetically pleasing to look at and so they're featuring themselves in you know beautiful scenes on a beach and you know whatever in the in fucking Rome or excuse me there's no beaches in Rome (laughs) like the south of France or fucking Italy and uh you know you know what I'm saying but or there's like the passion with photography and pictures and I don't know. It's a weird game of like, I think, keeping up with, I don't know. The, I, I, it's, dude, fuck eyeballs. I'm not getting, I'm not getting like angsty yet, but like fuck our eyeballs. They screw up everything. If we couldn't see shit, if you could just listen to people, be a whole different game. I'm embracing that. I'm br- embracing audio. <laughs> embracing audio I think that's like some Gary V type of phrase I'm doubling down on audio look I said this early on I was like I am sort of tooting my own horn or proud of the fact that I realized that 
now that we've all been exposed to you know the social was it the social dilemma the social network no social dilemma and all the negative uh talk around phone addiction and how bad it is hey as long as people can live their lives and and tune into a podcast and listen I got legs in this industry all right all right all right that's just a thought okay so if you're curious about you know why Jacqueline that was actually a question why did I, why did I decide to do a podcast seven days a week was actually a question but that's that's not why I'm saying this I'm just saying that you can be living you could be on a you could be on a hike listening to a podcast but you can't be on a hike neck down on your phone the whole time watching someone like I'm glad I didn't build my creative passion, hobby, whatever around people's eyeball attention. (laughs) Yes, I have a YouTube channel. You can always watch, but ears are where it's fucking at. Make ears. I could see, here's me getting creative with you guys right now. I got to do something. So I've already established, I want to do thumb brace merch. So everyone has like an official thumb brace. Cause look in 10 years, we're fucked. Our thumbs are going to need I think, who was it? Did Kanye say on the Rogan episode he had to get injections in his thumb? People are doing that for their carpal tunnel. But whether it's that or uh, I just think a cute little thumb brace. You know how the masks are normalized right now? It's like, what if everyone had a little thumb thing? And then I thought, what what could I do with the ears? Like, everyone is, li- you know, podcasts, it's audio. What do you, I could like brand something with ears I don't know get like a prosthetic prosthetic dude I should just wear a necklace with an ear on it I should just find ear objects for fun because I told you I'm trying to create this universe this world of podcasting where I have my little studio set up and I have my podcast every day and I'm like nerding the fuck out to it and really thinking about like the most detailed shit that (laughs) revolves around uh, the podcast world. And anyways, let's do the actual Q and a. So let's just get into it. Cause every Saturday, I never cut to the chase, but whatever. I'm having fun. As long as I'm having fun, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, so I already answered the social media question where I see it in the future. Okay. So yeah, let me answer that. Why did you like, wait, why did you decide to podcast every day? So, great question. Do you guys want me to say your names when you ask questions or just... I think I'll keep them anonymous. I could say first names, but whatever. I'll do anonymous today. Uh, I decided to do it seven days a week because I'm addicted. I'm an addict. I can't... I, it's like I can't live another... I can't go to sleep if I haven't podcasted. It's literally that. No bullshit. Slightly bull. Sorry, I'm burping. Ew. Um, sorry, drink water. Well, it's slightly bullshit, but like, look, I feel like my crossed bear in life is I have an issue with following through with goals I have for myself and being consistent and accomplishing them. And I like the idea of the final result. And I think that's what lights me up about doing a new endeavor. But 
the process, like the actual action of waking up and doing it every single day, I'm really good at that for like max two weeks and then the rails fall off and then I get interested in something else. I, I'm very, I'm a very, my mind is very curious. I'm a thinker. I, it never shuts, shuts off. Obviously, like my, I constantly think about, I, I'm, I'm just like, I need, I think, I feel like the brain, my brain has been like the settings or whatever are stuck on the word why. I'm like a little toddler who's like asking questions about the world around them for the first time. They're like, why is the sky blue? Why does the train look like this? You know, why does the car have four wheels? Literally, that's me all the time. So that's why a podcast is fun. I never get bored of coming up with shit and inventing things and talking all, you know, every single day. But as far as the setting goals part, I think this makes me, I, I'm, I have to do it. And literally I said, I'm going to do a seven days a week. That thought actually was, I didn't say it, a thought came in my head that I'm going to do it. And just like the thought that I didn't give that lady the little unicorn ornament and I couldn't unthink that. And I was not going to sleep tonight if I didn't give it to her. Same type of shit. If I, I knew I have what it takes to do this seven days a week. Like I have the desire, the passion, the ability, everything. I want to do it. The only thing holding me back was my own bullshit that it's going to be like, you know, no one's going to listen. It's going to be, um, which I don't give a fuck about, honestly, because I just like doing this. Uh, no one's going to listen or, you know, it's going to be complicated if you travel or, you know, I, I just thought of like the excuses and then that's what tw- the 2020 thing popped up. That's like, this is the perfect moment in your life to confront your bullshit that I, I always say those, uh, justifications whenever I set goals. Like I always come up with those reasons to not do something and follow through and not this time. I'm like, nah, Jacqueline, not this time. And I think you guys are going to see me do the same thing with yoga. I think you guys are going to see me do the same thing with yoga. I think it's going to happen because I have this dream that I'm going to be some, in fact, I think when I first got into it, like 2015, I got really into yoga. I, I always wanted to do a handstand press. It's like, I love the idea of just like lifting your body up and doing a handstand press. And if I stuck with it, if I was consistent with that goal for, you know, the last five years, of course I'd be able to do it. But with everything I do, I start and I never follow through. So to answer your question, this is like a personal, this is like a marathon I'm putting myself through. You know, I'm, I'm the fucking David Goggins of the podcast world, you know, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Like I think it would be more, I'd be David Goggins if I did it eight hours a day. I'm saying this jokingly, obviously, but I've never done anything like this. I've never done anything where I'm obsessed, like absolutely. I am the biggest nerd about podcasting and like before. Okay. I guys, let me tell you some backstories. Like in college, I remember, maybe I've said this before, but I remember just like going on a walk <laughs> at like around campus. I would do late night. I, I feel like it was because I was like, oh, you know, I ate too much. I need to go like work this off. I go on like really late night walks. Uh, this is like obviously college, always trying to be skinny, always doing cardio and everything. But at late at night, I would go on long, long walks and listen to podcasts, stroll around campus. 
I would like walk in circles because like campus is only so big. And so I would just like mill around listening to all these shows. Like I got really into it and I've never stopped. And obviously this year I've been super tuned into um, the YouTube side of things where I'm watching because it's a great, it's a great, it's a, it's a hangout sesh. So anyways, I'm, I'm now I'm, uh, now I'm my own host. My, I'm my own, <laughs> I'm America's sweetheart now. Fuck it. I'm trying to become a household name. All right. I'm trying to become a household name. Why not make that a goal? Why not tell the world? I don't give a fuck. And listen, I used to think it's boss and badass and cool to be like secretive and not tell any people not tell anyone don't tell anyone like what, what you're really up to you know what I mean like don't tell anyone that you're trying to like be a household name Jacqueline like I'm saying that lightly because like or with you guys know me I'm not like I'm gonna be the fucking next Howard Stern but a female like I'm not full of myself like I'm just enjoying this process. I love doing it right now. Who knows what's going to happen? But um, I think it's been fun to to discuss my ideas about the future of this podcast and where I want like the the like the the future. It's it just it's fun. Um, I don't care. Everyone out there that's listening that's also a podcaster, like take notes. Like you can like t- steal my shit. You can do it seven days a week. I don't care. There's I'm a big like I think there's room for everyone to be successful in in podcasting obviously it's all subjective like there's so many personalities so many topics so many so many niches um I'm a cheerleader man I'm a cheerleader uh I'm competitive with myself about this I'm competitive with myself and I think that's what's coming out um if you guys notice I do this seven days a week and I'm like every day I'm like all right Jacqueline bring it bring it show up do a good job don't say like too many times or, um, or what is the phrase I caught myself saying? I like listened to one of the shows a few weeks ago. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Whenever I say, you know what I mean too much, it's because I'm tired. I don't really, I'm not like feeling that great. And I keep saying, you know what I mean? And it's filler. And, uh, anyways, next question. (laughs) Who did you vote for? You guys, you guys, uh, fuck it. I voted for Trump. You guys probably knew that just like watching and listening to my content over this last year. That's who I voted for. Um, I have my reasons. I'm a pro, like I said, I think yesterday I'm Paul, I voted based on policy, not on, uh, personality and the person. And I think, you know, that's a hard thing to, for people to understand, but Hey, I lean more conservative than Democrat, but Hey, it's just, I'm one little millennial 20 something year old in California cast a vote sue me you know it's like we can still be friends we can still have an interesting conversation over why we disagree and look it's like what is it religion and politics just like don't touch it with people but I'm open to it I think it's healthy I think um we need to talk about it more. Sometimes I'm like, I think we need to talk about politics more. Cause it seems like whenever election year comes around, no one knows what the fuck's going on. No one really understands the policies or really is no one is. I, I, I just feel like I person I'm speaking, I'm projecting. Cause I don't feel like this year I brushed up, especially with my local politics and learning about 
the different things going on in my uh, state. Like, I didn't really deep dive like I could have. But anyways, so yeah, vote for Trump. Thanks for asking. Uh, next question. Are you ever going back to Burnett? Are you ever going back to Burnett? Uh, not anytime soon. Guys, I'm a blondie. I'm blonde. I'm blonde now. I'm blonde. Okay. I don't even know her. Like, I, I feel like the it's weird how I didn't set out to change my hair color because I'm like going through it or I'm trying to like reinvent myself or whatever. But I'm starting to realize a year later almost because I did it in January this year. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I'm literally like so much more of myself as a blonde than I've ever been as a brunette. And I feel like that symbolizes something and I'm kind of holding on to it. I know you can always dye hair and you can always, you know, change it back. But right now I'm like, this blonde me is like the best version of myself ever. It's, it represents something like it it has, it's like getting a tattoo. Blonde Jacqueline is her, is Jacqueline at her best. And I feel like I'm a, this is a nice compliment. Someone's like, Hey, I used to go to middle school with you or something like back in my Catholic school. And they're like, I always saw you around the hallway. And I just thought you were such a, cause when I dyed my hair, I posted a picture. She's like, you've always been such a light. I never thought of hair being a symbol of being a light, but I mean, I would agree with that. I see that in myself and I'm like a fucking golden retriever. Okay. <laughs> fucking Like I literally, I have gold hair, I'm a golden retriever. Should be the title of this episode? I don't know. So no, I don't think anytime soon, probably, I don't know, I don't know what it would take for me to dye my hair back, back to dark brown. Um, I just love being a blondie. I like how I like, I like how it looks on me. I like, I just, I don't know. Hey, I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Uh, next question. Are you looking for a relationship? Let me drink some water and collect my thoughts on this. Just a moment. Where's my water boy? Dude, I should get a camelback. I should get a camelback and drink out of a hose. Or just a fucking garden hose hooked up in my studio every time I drink water. Or like a water fountain. Like a YMCA water fountain parked next to my uh, podcast desk. Just a moment. Ew, there's such, you guys can probably take yourselves back right now to being in PE class or like, yeah, in like high school or whenever, just like going up to the water fountain. Every water fountain had a different like energy, <laughs> like the white. So in my high school, there were, we, I feel like all of them were shitty. Well, no, and we had a new building, like a brand new modern building that had the metal ones where you like push the thing has like the two hand prints on it and the water's really smooth when it comes out and it's like there's a short one and then a tall person one and no one uses a short one except me because I'm like that's more sanitary any anyways and then there's the white older ones with the the water would come out like in a thicker stream it was like a heavier flow how do I describe this it was more aggressive it didn't come out in like a smooth flow and sometimes it was lumpy like it would come out and it would like like the 
distribution of the water would like kind of go everywhere but I kind of like that because there was more coming out and it was like a better mouthfeel okay what am I saying this is interesting talking about water fountains if you just tuned in um what other water fountains were there how did I get on water fountains I love podcasting I have so much fun I'm like thinking look at we're reminiscing about being in school in PE going to the water fountain um were there other water fountains there's so many I don't know like the nice metal ones in the water like it was always really cold I just love like drinking from a water fountain there's something about it how crazy is it that there used to be like separate water fountains for black people and white people like that's crazy uh what was the question like I'm off topic (laughs) are you ever going back to Burnett Oh, are you looking for a relationship? Oh, I had to drink water and I said water boy. Okay. Now I need water again. Because I was saying I should have a water fountain in my studio. Um, No, I'm not looking for a relationship. Like it's not, I don't feel, I feel like I'm on the come up with myself. You know, I'm working on myself. I'm, you know, of course. Yeah. I'm having fun. I'm going to date. I'm going to do all those things, but I'm not like in a place where I can, and who knows, I'm, I'm always that person that's like, if it happens, like, I'm not going to try to control it and say, oh no, I'm not ready. Like, you know, who knows? I could meet someone tomorrow. Um, but I really feel like this is my time to pop off, glow up. You guys, I told you I'm going to be like, just wait. Okay. I got a, I got this like vision that I'm going to be the most, like I'm a podcast baddie. I got to look like it. You know, I got to get my wardrobe together. I've got to get my tan better. I've got to get my fucking, like, I need nicer, um, like, <laughs> ass cheeks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, I got to get my yoga on. I got to, like, get right and tight, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, like, sometimes I feel like if I don't feel like my best self going into a relationship, it's not worth it. Like, I can date people, sure. Like, I can just have fun and, and do that thing. But, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to ever go back into a relationship again where I feel like I still need to work on myself like a lot. And I think that's where I'm at again. Like I'm, you guys can hear it on the, the show every day. Like this is my therapy. I'm, I'm like, what don't I like about myself? What do I want to work on? But I do want to enter a relationship where we're both on a, we're both individually working on be, like being the best we can and like growing and being the best versions of ourselves independently of each other like I don't want to go into a relationship where the other person is gonna help complete something about me that I need to go work and complete myself so as long as it's independent I love that shit um so who knows again like I'm not like looking but if it happens I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like oh no I'm not I'm not ready for a relationship look I'm in my 20s I, f- I figured like my parents at this point had already I mean, they had three kids by 30, my mom was like 32 and she had my brother, I think. Yeah, I think like my mom had already gotten married at this age. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, and this whole week, like I told you guys, I've already been, I've been stewing on um, people I've met in the past and how they say, oh, you've already met the person you're going to marry by the time you're 25 or whatever the thing is. And 
I don't think it's, I, it might be true for me. I was going through everyone, literally everyone. I'm like, who would I hit up again? Like, who would I be want, like, who would I want to circle back around with? I'd say right now there's like one person for sure. There's one person actually, but who knows? So not looking for a relationship, but that's a good question. Oh, cliche question. Um, pineapple on pizza. Pineapple on pizza. Should I just sound ditzy when I answer this? No. Um, I'm a fan. I haven't had it in a long time, but growing up, we would always do a half and half from Papa Murphy's. If you, if you know what Papa Murphy's is, I don't know. If, is that a Washington thing? We would get half pepperoni, half pineapple on Friday nights. we go to the video depot. So this is our routine as a family. We go swimming on sun. Was it Friday or Sunday? It's like a Sunday thing or whole weekend. We do this all the time on the weekends, like every day we go swimming at our health club. My parent, my dad would play racquetball. My mom, like we'd all sit in the hot tub. We go swimming and, you know, play in the deep end and try to like hold our breath for as long as we could and like dive down and catch it. And then after that we would, with all, all of our wet hair, I remember just going into the video depot across the street. We'd all pick out a VHS, like our, our movies. And I always picked out, my sister and I were obsessed with Mary-Kate Ashley movies. What was the one with the, it was like the the ranch, the like the horse ranch one. Let me Google this. Mary-Kate Ashley ranch, horse ranch movie. Um, just want to reminisce for two seconds. Sorry. So we'd like all go in there and pick out movies. How the West was, wait, how the West was fun. Oh, it's such a good, I I need to watch that again. I'm going to send my sister a picture of that right now because that is so like that. We, I probably saw that movie 60 times as a kid. So yeah, we go to the video depot after we went swimming and then we would go to Papa Murphy's and to answer your question, we go to Papa Murphy's, we'd split a, my parents would always get like some like adult type of topping pizza and then we would get the pepperoni and the pineapple and yeah. And oddly as a kid, I don't know, is this weird? Does anyone else like this? And I don't know, I haven't, again, I haven't had it in a while, but I would like prefer if the my, like my mom like if she didn't cook it all the way I'd be okay with it like our oven was old as shit we lived in like our house was built in the 50s and it's still like the oldest fuck like the one of I think it was the the oven was probably from the 70s it was cool it's like this big oven it was yellow it was really like retro but I feel like it never cooked our pizzas right it would like make that crust all right but like the middle was always under like so doughy but I remember eating pizza and especially pineapple one like the one we got the half and half I would love having it kind of undercooked I don't know I was a weird kid I did some I don't know I, your taste buds change like now I'd be like dude what the fuck like I need it as crispy as possible as thin as possible uh good question so yeah I don't care if pineapple and pizza is cool with me haven't had it in forever but I'm not like against it um Vans or Converse? You guys ask me some basic bitch questions. I like this actually. Some of you ask multiple questions. Um, I mean, I have both. When I moved to California, and it's uh, 
also kind of like trendy. I got a bunch of Vans, but I wear Converse like most of the days. I wear like normal shoes, I guess. Like I'm a Converse person. Um, I need like new white Converse though. Like that's a thing. I like getting them dirty. I like having white Converse. I have black ones. Like I usually wear if I'm wearing like shorts and a t-shirt going around town I live in San Diego it's always nice I always have like black converse and yeah so I'm more of a converse chick because my vans I feel like look kind of I don't know I'm not like a skater like that I'm not like a I'm not like a California chick skater chick with like cute vans but they're cute I'm gonna say converse and I've had those like for the longest time um Oh, this is a good question. I like this. What would you put? Wait. What would you put in a chopped basket? Dude, you guys, I talked about the Food Network a couple days ago. I was talking about Guy Fieri and Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I was talking about like the baking shows they do. It's like so dramatic and corny how they talk about like, so I pulled the pie out of the oven and I noticed the crust was burnt. So I got really panicky and I went back and I got some lemon curd and I reef. Like they just like get really corny about their narration and I just love it. I live for it. I do. I don't mind it. Um, I love trash TV. Uh, but anyways, uh, chopped chops, a sh- great show. If you're not familiar, they basically open a basket all the contestants open a basket of random ingredients and they have to make something with it. So shit, this is like, I got to get creative right now. Um, drinking water. How do you guys like this episode? How are you doing? Ah! Uh, I I think this is a good one. I don't know. Yesterday's Tinder episode was weird. I was like reading Tinder bios. I think it, I think it flopped. But I think everything, I don't, like, after I record, I don't listen. Like, here and there, I've listened to a couple, but I black out sometimes. Like, I don't know what I just said or talked about, but I hope you guys like it. Or, like, you're not, like, traumatized. Um, What would I put in a chopped basket? What's, like, some jackass thing I would do? Because I'm smartass. I'm going to do, like, stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like, let's do a protein. So let's make an entree, like a dinner thing so your ingredients when you open your basket are what's a meat that it would make it what what would be a challenging meat to make (laughs) just like a fucking cornish hen or quail and then yeah like a tiny i think like a cornish hen like a tiny have you guys seen those are like you go to the grocery store where they sell like whole chickens and turkeys and shit. And there's like a baby one that's super tiny. Yeah. So you're going to get a Cornish hen. What would not go with that? That's like another, let's do a a vegetable. This is actually going to probably be easy and good. Like (laughs) do like a Cornish hen, like black licorice makes no sense. Uh, fucking, kimchi no (laughs) this is a hard question like I'm thinking of random ingredients I should have just looked up look up chopped ingredients chopped basket ingredients I'm just like gonna cheat here chopped basket ideas 
I actually had this idea for my, I have a picnic basket. It's really cute. It's really French. It's like this wood, cutest picnic basket ever. I had this idea that on Instagram, I was going to do a poll. Oh my gosh, guys, tell me, send me a DM if you think this is a good idea. I would do a poll where you guys would pick out like ingredients, like a chopped basket uh, thing where I'd ask, you'd vote on ingredients and then I go buy them and then I would put them in the basket and then I do like an IG TV or whatever of me trying to make something with it or I do a YouTube video but you guys get to vote on the ingredients I thought that'd be fun I could still do it of course oh here we go here's some pictures of ideas oh god this okay butter beans top ramen strawberry bites and mandarin oranges (laughs) Yeah. Okay. What did I say? I said Cornish hen, black licorice. What's the third thing I already forgot? Cinnamon toast crunch. (laughs) Well, and carrots. You know what? Let's just be nice. We got Cornish hen, black licorice, cinnamon toast, toast crunch, and carrots, like orange, normal carrots. That's what I put in a chop basket. That's fun. So what would you make with that? You do like carrots and the chicken, the Cornish hen. I don't know what you do with the black licorice. Like maybe, I don't know, make a sauce. Like the the combination, like cinnamon toast crunch is like cinnamony with black licorice, carrot, and a chicken. I don't know. Figure it out. Send me send me a picture of your recipe. You guys should all uh you should make it. But like look how fun would that be? If you guys voted and then I would go make something. That'd be and I could get like I I could do like drunk chopped basket cooking nights. I'm bored as shit. It's 2020. I got nothing going on. I'm a podcast host. What what else should I do? Next question. Um what sports did you play? I think I've answered this before. So let's see. I started off doing, I played soccer like one season when I was like six. And I remember I kicked a girl or I kicked the ball in a girl's face one time and I felt so bad. I ended up playing basketball with her like years later. She's on my team, which is like really weird. (laughs) Like, didn't know her she was on the other team and then we ended up being like basketball besties but yeah I played soccer I played let's see basketball I started playing basketball in fifth grade volleyball in seventh and eighth grade swim team I started doing swim team in like fourth grade I was mostly a swimmer and a basketball player and then I did swim team um went to state my freshman year on a relay team not that exciting but I was a sprinter okay my my shit was the fucking 50 free the 50 freestyle I think my time was like under 26 I don't know I need to like go I I don't know where I'd have the stats on my my times but I did yeah I was little point guard so I played basketball swim team and track what else I don't know like I do all the sports like I did horse riding but that's not really like competitive that was more like leisure I did um you know fucking I'd hit up the bowling alley (laughs) like I don't know I feel like I'm forgetting stuff 
my my things when I was a kid were like I was in so many and I reminisced a lot about it I don't know what episode like back probably the first 20 episodes I probably mentioned my acting days but I had these worlds I went to school that was like its own world I went to a little private Catholic school wore a uniform it was small very like you know sheltered environment but like cool like when I think about that it was its own like like echo chamber of like I just like I don't know if you guys remember elementary school or just being around the hallways being in the classrooms buying school supplies being on the playground in the random like going behind the school where, where you're not supposed to hang out like doing shit in the dirt like playing soccer around you know the fields like the really if you remember and this is what trips me out is whenever I nap I remember specific details about my schools and the buildings and the layouts and like the stuff I would do and it's so fun because like as you think about it you can unlock like if you think about a room if you think about your second second grade classroom right now and then you think about what your desk looked like and then you think about okay when you walk out what does the hallway look like there's like a creepy like like a screeching noise outside right now like someone's bicycle brakes are fucked up that's kind of creepy um anyways then you think like okay what's in the hallway and then where's the bathroom like how far away is the principal's office you know what I mean and it's really fun I love doing that but um so that was like so what I'm saying here is my school my schoolyard my campus when I was in elementary school was its own little world and after school it was like I'd go to play practice it'd be dark and I lived in the Pacific Northwest be rainy I'd go home eat something whatever like maybe do some homework or just like change get into my play clothes play practice clothes because I had to take you know I wore my uniform then I'd change you know I'd wear like all black or I don't know what we had we had to wear just like casual clothes then I go to play practice and maybe I had you know lines to memorize or I had know songs to sing I would do different like activities in my acting practice classes or whatever my play practice and it felt like I had all these new people around me because I had my school friends and then I had my acting friends and it was so cool like I just love thinking about it and I felt so like young and all the big kids all the older kids I always had a I always had crushes on the the crew guys you know, the backstage guys were always like the hot high school guys that were like doing the lighting and they're moving props and, you know, it was fun. Um, yeah. And then when I got a little older around fifth grade, I was after school, you know, I'd play basketball. It was like my basketball practice time or my volleyball practice time. And, um, just like going into the locker room, changing, getting your knee pads on for volleyball, doing your little warm ups. you know, eat your chewy bar, <laughs> your chewy bar and your Capri Sun dude there is nothing worse than experiencing the betrayal and the drift of a Capri Capri Sun straw when you're trying to puncture it when that thing drifts and it doesn't go through the hole like it's the worst it it feels so frustrating so 
I don't know when the last time we've had a Capri Sun was, but think about that. I was like a, what did my mom buy us? Apple tree juice boxes. She wasn't, we didn't get the 10% juice juice. We had to get the 100% juice juice because my mom loved us. I wasn't, I wasn't neglected as a child. No, we had no Sunny D. If we had orange juice, always had pulp in it. Anyways, but yeah. And then, so I just explained the sports they played, but I was thinking about how, like, the environments I played in and like like did school in and then activities in were like these separate like worlds from each other but they are I was doing them all at the same time but like when I would leave school go home eat a snack and then go into play practice it was like this portal that opened I don't know how to explain it and it's weird to think back to childhood because I'm like that is over I never get that back again. And I think that's what I'm I'm, lear- I'm learning about adulthood is I think a lot of adulthood is trying to replicate your like doing things to replicate what you experienced as a child. And maybe like I don't I've never considered acting again or I've never considered doing anything with entertainment other than like I have a podcast, you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I just said it again. Uh but when I have been at live shows of any kind, like concerts, comedy shows, like I've gone to, um, I, I've talked about London, you know, going to plays there and ballets and shit. Like being around it lights me up because I think it unlocks that part of childhood where I was involved in it. And so who knows, maybe I'll get back into it right now I'm my life is so simple it's so minimal and there's not a lot of chaos and action and activity other than like hey I'm a I'm productive (laughs) I work out I do my podcast I have a job I live you know in San Diego but I just don't think I think what I'm my next chap my next chapter is going to be a lot of action and a lot of um people and fun because I think I've been in my own way for the first half of my 20s trying to find myself being insecure and now I've unlocked the fact that I'm nipping all of that in the ass everything that hasn't worked in the past for me all the negative thoughts about myself all the like just sabotage and all the bullshit like I don't ever want to have I feel like I'm leaning towards I days in the future where I could regret my past I could like regret not figuring it out and not correcting my poor (laughs) behavior (laughs) and it has to do with childhood has to do with a lot of stuff that you know manifests over time but I just want to I just want to rock I just want to launch off I want to pop off I want to launch off the moon the rocket ship whatever um and I think I understand it now. I realize that podcasting and being in people's ears or just like contributing to the conversations, like it literally takes it. There's just people in the world that are up for doing it. It's simple. They're like, I am okay with sharing who I am with the, like a mass group of people and I'm comfortable about it. And I think that's the difference between people that are 
you know, entertainers, actors, comedians, whatever you want to say versus, or musicians versus people that are, you know, more in the traditional corporate side of things that are, would be embarrassed to go in front of public and talk on a microphone or, or, um, it's just like terrifies them or they have no interest. It's not even something they're passionate about. I think that's the difference. And I do think I'm, I'm finding now that I fall into the creative like entertainer category it's crazy because I just don't I don't know how to feel about it I'm figuring it out but it's simple that's what I'm trying to say it's simple like it's it's a it's like a personality type or something it's like yeah so that's where I'm at with what was I even talking about dude I went on some tangents welcome to the show hey we got, well, I, I answered what would I put in a chopped basket? Oh, I answered what sports would I did I play? Then I talked about school and stuff. Um, next question. Uh, do you collect anything? Oh, what if I had some like, like, weird collection of Tabasco sauce or something? Like I don't know. Uh, do I collect anything? I think I like the idea of collecting things more than I actually do. Like, I don't think I have a one thing I collect. I'm like looking around my apartment. I don't think I have anything. I'm not a hoarder. I don't, I throw away a lot of stuff. I like having knickknacks. I like filling my space with things I like. I'm not, I'm not into minimalism. I think it's, it causes people to get anxiety when they have, when they look at stuff around them. And I think over, seriously, literally this podcast is curing it for me doing uh the youtube version where i'm like i want to give you guys as much shit to look at on my set as possible i want to distract you with like little stuffed animals and pens and cups and like signs and what else pumpkin i had a pumpkin you know for october um and it's made me more at ease with my environment that's like it clutter purposeful like clutter on purpose for the sake of people's like eyeballs and entertainment and just for the whole visual you know look and feel of the podcast it's been good for my like weird OCD anxiety about having clutter around me because of all these beautiful pictures I see on the internet of people's minimalistic millennial households and I just I'm over it I want to get I've said this I love the European way of doing things I like when I I, I follow a lot of Europeans who, you know, every, all their shit is a little bit worn. They've got a lot of tchotchkes and sh- they have a lot of shit around them, but it's, it's nice. It's not like it's shit. It's like, they're not so like OCD clean minimal. Cause like it works for Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, like with their chaotic household, with all their kids like that. And I get it. Like for Kanye's mental health, I understand why having like no clutter is great for him and great for their family but I just like if it, it weirds me out when people I just just like because what happens if when, when you get so minimal with your space you start to get hyper aware of like oh I have one extra candle that shouldn't be there like that's starting to look like too many candles or oh I have now I have too many um you know books on the shelf or 
plants or you know what I mean and it you know what I mean so I, I noticed that about myself so again that's something in my behavior I'm trying to fix and look I cluttered the shit out of my podcast studio and uh it makes me feel like a kid again I'm like I just decorated the fuck out. I have like a cupcake thing I've got a like a butterfly picture that's an actual butterfly so the bet so if you guys look at my set I have a like a pressed blue butterfly like the butterfly emoji it's so weird guys like I need to I'm not gonna get emotional but uh I found this butterfly when I moved so guys like backstory I moved out I was living with someone for like a year I was working for a startup company and it got my own place in Del Mar, Del Mar, California, got my own place. And like, that was my first in San Diego. That was my first time living alone. Before that, I was like living with someone. Um, but it's weird how when I moved in, I found two things that are like weirdly, I don't know. They like symbolize something. <laughs> I'm like, try, now they, now they have meaning at the time. I'm like, oh, these are fun. These are cute. But now I'm like, holy shit. This is weird. So I posted a picture, you guys probably know what I'm talking about, of this painting of a clown. And I told you guys, my dad always called me the Joker when I was a little girl. Like, he always called me the Joker. He like, always thought I was, like, yeah, like a funny little kid. And I always crack jokes with him. And he was, like, basically a comedian, but not. Um, taught me how to swear. Taught me, like, he just showed me all the funny movies. And, you know, we grew up in a very just like fucking super fun household and um I definitely am I'm this way because of my dad a lot like I think like he does and I kind of talk and joke like he does but anyways this picture is a painting of a clown with a old like phone it looks like a microphone at a desk he's like feet up on the desk vibes with a old uh, phone like telephone thing where he's got he's holding it in his ear one piece and then he's like talking in the other piece like totally vintage like I don't know what era but early 1900s uh, anyways uh, so I found that and the bottom of it says I'm perfect you guys have to go to my Instagram I post this picture if go find it but it's crazy how like now I'm on a microphone seven days a week I do the jokey thing like I'm clown, I clown around. Okay. I feel like goofy from the goofy movie and fucking like sometimes I get weird and I've let myself complete. I've just surrendered to the fact that that's part of how I cope with things, making jokes about everything and not taking anything seriously. is just like how I deal with life. And so it's crazy how I, I moved out of that situation to my own place by the beach I'm like okay oh my gosh Del Mar's like this is great I can like hear the ocean when I sleep it's amazing uh I found that picture and then I found the butterfly picture which now it's like I feel like a little you know I'm a little butterfly spread her spread her wings do my own thing popping off um so yeah go to my you can like see on YouTube or go to Instagram to see the pictures I was just talking about um <laughs> The question I think I got on a tangent was if I collected anything. I really like the idea of collecting shit. What did I say I want to collect? Did I say I want to collect coffee? Something around coffee. 
I realize I can't collect different types of coffee. Like a, the beans are not going to last. You know, I like, I don't know, something with coffee, like coffee cups. You guys, when I do my PO box next, next year, could send me coffee cups or something. I could display them or, um, I mean, I have a ton of journals. I like stationery. Like, like I write in journals all the time. So I always buy journals. Like I just bought one today, the little notebook I talked about at grocery outlet super cute um I'm a girl you know what I mean I have tons of jewelry tons of shoes purses clothes makeup nail polish hair products like I don't consider that collecting something though I don't have like I used to collect makeup when youtubers started showing off how to do makeup all the time back in I think it was like 2007 when I started getting into it and I would go to Walgreens CVS like I go to the um because we don't have a Sephora where I was living or anything like that so or a department store so I would like go buy the makeup that people were showing me on YouTube and it I was collecting it like I would buy so I spent so much money I think at the time I was really into it I would go and I spent like probably thousands of dollars a year <laughs> out of my retail cl- like clothing retail paycheck to buy makeup and then I realized like over time now I'm in my 20s I never wear makeup ever like I haven't I've barely worn makeup this year I do for the podcast like I put on mascara and shit but uh just for your guys just for your I don't want to be an eyesore okay I don't want to be an eyesore I know I, I've looked I've literally looking in the mirror. I'm like, I have never looked worse this year, but also at the same time, I've never looked better because I love my blonde hair. But I'm like, I, I feel like 2020 has aged me like at least two years. Realistically, like I think it's aged me two years, but I know I'm hard on myself, but, um, I'm just not as it's, you know what it is. You guys know this. I'm not as snatched, snatched as I used to be. Uh, and I think I'm self-conscious of that still a little bit, but you know, I'm blonde. So I I look like that's the thing about being blonde. I will admit this. I get more attention in public when I like being blonde, long hair, like when I curl it, you know what I mean? If you see me from behind, you're like, damn, who's this chick with the blonde hair? You know, I get that. Cause when I see other blondes, I'm, I'm like checking them out. Like there's something about seeing a blonde headed chick. I don't know what it is. I noticed like, I think they, are just this like symbolic hot girl especially in California here everyone's like beachy and tan and blonde like it's a whole thing but um yeah I definitely get more attention but um why did I even talk about this where was I going oh collecting makeup oh I feel like I don't collect makeup anymore or care that much because I don't really wear it and I think it's a way it's kind of a waste of money to like just buy it and then it sits there and you wear it like a few times a month if that like back in regular routines of life I'd wear makeup every day obviously to work and going out but I don't know I'm not in that phase right now I want to collect something cool what could I collect send me a dm what should I collect let me know um let's do one more question I'll make this the last question um should I answer a deep question right now or a fun one 
don't know. Let's end on a deep note. Fuck it. I'm kind of feeling like this is a deep podcast anyways. Uh, do you want to get married someday? Do you want to get married someday? Uh, okay. So yes. Easy answer. Yes. Quick answer. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I witnessed my parents split when I was 20 and initially it kind of like distorted and messed up my view of marriage and it kind of just made me question everything about life and here I am in my 20s going you know my parents are going to be together forever when I go off to college and come back home they're going to be sitting there you know on Christmas together and we'll we'll all open presents together and it'll be you know what there's five of us in our family and it'll be all five of us and when they split it was like wait now I go home and it's just my mom and oh it's just my dad and I don't have them together and it was so weird and um it made me I I had issues of you know and I I started I was dating someone at the time and I just remember feeling like kind of what's the point or I don't I don't know who to trust or what you know I was young and now I'm at the point where yes I want to get married I think uh I value I like the idea of having stability and like or in life I think it's like when you're young like I'm in my 20s it's fun to just not have not be super tied down and and you can be spontaneous and you can date a bunch of people and live in a bunch of cities and do all this fun stuff but at some point in life I think there's it's really positive to have to be grounded and to have like a house and some dogs and a family and you know like a routine of life that I think I've been brainwashed to think that that's fucking boring and that's not the way to do it. And no guy will ever want that. I got completely brainwashed by someone that made me believe that every man wants to be a bachelor till the day he dies. He never wants to settle down with any woman. He'll never settle down with any woman. And, uh, anyways, I think that just, I was so, um, at the time I was so lost with who I was and I was open to so many different new ideas and, um, I was like, oh, well, yeah, okay. I haven't heard this perspective before, so, so, you know. And then based off of his lifestyle and his behavior, I was like, oh, yeah, I see why guys and they're, you know, pushing 40 are still single, no kids. Like, they're just still acting like they're in their 20s. And I understand how guys can go a long time and make it seem like they never want to settle down or never want an actual, like, marriage or anything. But I do want it. I think um, – Again, I like the idea of being like independently, like I I like my independence. I like being on my own, but I crave the companionship and the bond with someone else. And then we can like share life together. Like this sounds so like bachelorette, bachelor, like it's so phony, but like, I don't know, like it's, I'm a hopeless romantic type. Like I just downplay it. I think I've been... Um, it's kind of sad like I've always tried to shift shift or like downplay what I really want to guys that I'm dating because I don't want them to get like overwhelmed and scared like I'm trying to lock them down forever you know what I mean and I would I would like 
be like the cool girl. Like, uh, you know, we don't have to label this, you know, it's like, uh, whatever. And now I've gotten, I think I've gotten over the hump where I'm like, okay, wait, no, (laughs) what I really want. So I want to be a housewife. I want to be a trophy wife. I want to go on, (laughs) just kidding. No, but just know that about, about me as far as like being a trophy wife. I will never let myself go ever that will never happen I have every desire in my being to like only get hotter as the years go on like that is my life goal so anyone that gets anyone out there interested just know that uh it's never like I this is like my vow this is my like personal um like I guess my personal policy or goal in life or fucking vow to myself. I just, I just want to improve and get better. And I want to share that with someone else where we're on the same page. We want to, um, just like have an awesome life and do cool shit. And yeah, maybe kids are in the, in the picture, who knows, but definitely dogs. Uh, I told you guys I want to get like, I just need land. I just need land. And then I'll buy my golden retriever. But cause I live in, I don't have, like I, if I had a yard, I'd have a dog yesterday, but yeah. So totally want to get married. Uh, I'm 26. Is it, is it time ticking? I don't know. (laughs) Society says you should get married when you're like, I, to be honest, this is what I've decided to. I'm at the point where if I meet someone or who knows, I might've already met someone and it's, and it's like, Oh, this is it. You're my person. Like I'm in my, I'm not going to be like, Oh, not ready for this yet. No, no, no. I'm totally at the point where I'll hundred percent go all in. Like, let's do this. So damn, you guys are making me think about life right now. Way too much. Um, (laughs) I wrote on my notes here. I'm like, I'm hiring staff members. I wrote in all caps staff members. This is totally like a new topic, but I thought about how funny it would be to have like a staff. It'd be a part of the podcast. Like, I don't know. I told you guys I want a water boy, but not like people that are doing the filming or people that are like the basic tasks with podcasting because I can do that all myself I don't need help with my production but like having I don't know just characters on the show but I'm the host but they would like pop in and out like my water boy what else could I have I could have my like I could have my concession man like I could have some guy like at the baseball games you see with the like the peanuts and cotton candy all the shit around them like when I get hungry they could like get like give me a snack I don't fucking I just think it'd be hilarious staff members I just thought the word like the term or just the phrase like staff members I'm hiring no what do I always say strictly diversity hires no white people hiring staff in 2025 that's also when I'll be emotionally available for a relationship (laughs) uh kidding but I don't know I just think of Rogan's show. He's like, I have Jamie. Like, who's going to be my Jamie someday? I don't, right now, I don't need any help right now. It's like, this is like breathing. I'm just like waking up and throwing my headset on and it's, it's it flows. But 
maybe I'll need a what if I had a like a robot Google shit for me or like ask a robot I could ask Siri oh wait that's so annoying though if I had to stop and be like hey Alexa <laughs> Google I'd have to have her answer shit which it's not that the, te- the technology isn't there yet it'd be awesome though if I had a little robot on on set that was like really quick anyways uh happy Saturday I feel like today was a good episode I had fun I feel like you guys may have learned a lot we told some stories about my past told my stories about school and shit but hope you guys are all um just like I guess relieved or happy with the result of the election and you feel like I think a lot of people out there are saying they think the next, the final chapter of 2020 is going to be positive because of this result. I do think if Trump is reelected, we would see the riots and the chaos and all that. And it would be crazy, but who knows? Like it's just starting today. You know, Biden will now go into the process of deciding on all of his cabinet members and you know who's going to be in the white house and you know it's like officially happening but also there's legal shit happening too at the same time that i'm like well if tr- the thing about this election and like figuring all the final details out over the next month or so it's gonna be exponentially worse like everyone did their celebration tonight the Biden one. Imagine if Trump, if it gets overturned or whatever, where he was actually the winner. Like the level of chaos, it's gonna be like people are, are not gonna be emotionally sound. Like they're gonna be off their sh- fucking rocker. Like I don't even want to think about it. That's what's crazy to me is like, I don't know if that's even possible based on like, I don't even think there's enough being contested right now that would make him the winner, but who knows? Like, again, who it's 2020. Anything could happen. Shit. All right. I got my neighbor, my neighbor walking in her door. Did she slam it? I swear to God, every time she shuts the door, it's an earthquake. We have the same door. I'm like, Yep, she just slammed it. I don't understand. We have the same door and it doesn't, like, there's not, it doesn't make sense. I don't know if if the building shifted and her side of the apartment is, like, the door sticks more, but it's so fucking annoying. (sighs) Now I'm just on my DMs. I need to end the podcast. All right, guys, I love you. Stick around. If you're a patron for your shout out. And I will talk to you tomorrow for fucking football Sunday. Ooh, go Seahawks. Can't wait. All right. Love you guys. Okay, bye. All right. My patrons, my beautiful, gorgeous, sexy, super desirable patrons of patreon.com slash TJMS. Without further ado are Ricky Jensen. Ricky Thank you for your support. I fully, thoroughly, deeply, infinitely appreciate you. (laughs) So thank you. Next, we have Trevor Garrett. Trevor, I fully, deeply, this is like a 
doing fucking wedding vows. Fully, deeply, infinitely appreciate you. Thank you for your support. Eagle one, short and sweet. Thank you. And finally, Ozzy Osbourne, thanks for being uh, my fourth member of the Patreon squad. (laughs) Thanks for being my Jamie in the DMs. You're always there for me. I really appreciate you. (laughs) All right, guys. Love you. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Bye.